When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply joy I'm not gonna worry about your level of concern. Yoy and double yoy. We talking about Twitter. Triple yoy. Think of how stupid the average person is, and then realize half of them are stupider than that. Quadruple yoy. Everybody else gets a little tight. We mock ourselves. You better be willing to do unique things in order to expect unique results, and and that's just life. We're here trying to do unique things or or at least get unique results. One or the other. Either way, the ends or the means. It's what Jin's talking about. The conversation about the Steelers' social media conversation exclusively on the Behind the Steel Curtain podcast network. Thanks to everyone who's uh, who's come over after watching uh Watching the uh, watching Dave Schofield this morning and uh, watching, okay. listening, whatever you do, yeah, however, either way, yeah. however you pod, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Kyle Crace. Here with me is Greg Benevent. Hello. It's uh, it's the it's it's the thralls of summer. Is there is that a thrall? What's, I, I don't I know. Think, what a, I think it's still the dog days. Actually, the, the, dog, the dog days. Dog that's days. right. Because that's, uh, the because the the dog pound is making all the headlines <laughs> right now. That's right. <laughs> Uh, we'll, we'll, maybe we'll, we'll get into some of that maybe when we, when we talk about our, our QB situation, okay. um, coming up maybe in the, in the second half of the show, uh, we'll get into some of this, we'll, we'll get into some 50 man roster predictions. I know okay. we avoided it last week, we, but you know, we, we can't put it off forever. Mm-hmm. There's some, uh, roster predictions out there that we need to 
correct or at least steer right. We're not saying <laughs> that we have true north, but we we got to turn it around from due due south. Due into the ditch. Yeah. Harbor Port Harbor. Yeah. No, what's it? Uh, starboard. Starboard. That's uh, right. Harbor. Starboard bow. Yeah. We got to get it to Boats. port port correctly. Know, correctly. Yeah. All right, let's get let's get to, let's get to the tweets, please. No tweets? There. Okay, there you go. Thank you. Uh, let's start with the little batting practices into the QB situation. Okay. We'll, we'll start with uh, at Blitzburg. Blitzburg. Kenny Pickett's New Jersey town bleeds black and gold. Quote: We're all Steeler fans now. Ocean Township. They unveiled. Uh, the Kenny Pickett Youth Football Practice Field oh, on Kenny nice. Pickett Day. That's nice. I mean, that, that yeah, it just shows what a big deal all this is. I mean, it also haven't passed through Jersey. I'm not a thousand percent sure exactly where Ocean Township is, although I have a pretty decent idea. I mean, it's. I remember there being a lot of, like I remember myself being unable to tell like okay where does Eagles territory end and like Giants and Jets start. So there's absolutely space for like here's an enclave of Steelers people. Well, this, you know this is. Yeah, Asbury Park, Jersey Shore. Okay, you know this is the heart. This is the heart of Jersey, right, right. there. So you know, uh, if if he becomes the superstar that Steeler Nation wants him to be, mm-hmm. may, maybe he will make an inroad into some of those TV markets. Because, Absolutely, right? Doesn't Tom Brady always get the preferred game when when the Niners aren't playing because he's a hometown boy? Oh yeah, other- remember last year you and I were watching a game and we were trying to figure out why you know Louisiana with that parts of Louisiana were getting the Bengals. Yeah, we like yeah, because that's LSU. That was uh, Burrow Part- and Chase. Yeah, parts unknown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Uh, so you know that w- if if Kenny became the superstar, he could make inroads and. And then when you'd go to New York or Philly, you'd have to get the Steeler game, too, because that's yes. just how the TV markets went. Mm-hmm. Now, what about the I mean, is it a little bit too soon to be naming your football field after Kenny Pickett? I mean, he's a what? He's an ACC player of the year. A Heisman finalist. I mean, I, I, I thought that, too. But then it's easy to forget just how rare those things are. You know, like it's, 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 it's what, just it's, practice fields in well, general. Well, I mean, well, I mean, just, just, I just, I, I was going to say, well, practice fields, unfortunately, are not very rare, but dudes that were finalists for the Heisman and drafted for, in the first round are rare. I mean, it's, it's, there's not a lot, like, there's not one for my area exactly. So right. that's totally the kind of thing that, and also, too, I, I, without having looked at the stats, I imagine Kenny was pretty good at Ocean Township, too. There, Ma- yeah. The odds are he's one of their best players. So I imagine one of our local guys got the big money in the first round. Uh, I, I see that being worth the practice field. Also, too, there's no like law in the Constitution that says you can't rename a practice field in like 80 years. Can you know? Is there? Is there? There's not a major Harris, you know, youth football field somewhere. Is there a? Uh, there very well, might be. Is there a? What about in your neck of the woods? There's not a uh, Lavar Arrington. Uh, there's field. probably some stuff named after Lavar somewhere. I mean, I'm North Allegheny, North, not North Hills, but I'm sure there's something named after Lavar somewhere. All right, I just think you know maybe Kenny should have held out until he can get you know a youth practice field. Like maybe he should have held out until the high school names the field the you know the main uh, football I mean, field. Could, after that could be, but it's also like we don't know. Like is this is this the only practice field? Like we're kind of saying it that way. Where meanwhile it could be like the practice field on that side of town. Like there might be many practice fields. In which case, like sure, name this one after Kenny Pickett. Now, the fact that he's from. 
you know, the, the, the heart of Jersey there. Do you think that Bruce Springsteen knows Kenny Pickett's name? Uh, I, I imagine it'd be hard not to have encountered it. I mean, it's, it's, if you watch college football in the last year, I mean, Kenny was a Heisman finalist. I'm not sure how much, you know, college football, the boss takes in on a given weekend, but, uh, right. If he's, he's gotta be, you know, I mean, he's got those uh, Ivy league kids. So, uh, you know, if he's, <laughs> if he's going to be following Ivy league sports, hopefully he's following the hometown <laughs> hero. I don't know. Catching some of it. I don't look at, I don't know how much Rutgers the boss watched in the first place, the state university of New Jersey. I mean, it, uh, yeah, that's true. What I about mean, the Jersey shore gang? They're um, a little bit closer to his age. Maybe do you think that, uh, uh I mean, you it, think they've run in sort of the same circles at all? I, I mean, I don't know if they necessarily run in the same circles, but they do seem like the kind of people that might not have a lot to do on Saturday. So just put the game on. Oh yeah, but I mean, you, I'm spitballing. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm just just wondering because I was never that familiar with the Jersey Shore people, other than I remember what? being well, I just remember being impressed about their dedication to laundry. Like that's if you think about it, that really is admirable. It, yeah, definitely. Uh, that's uh, yeah. I mean, despite everything else. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> Kenny, I think. I, well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see if the practice field holds up to if the if the the name can hold up to the legend of the Kenny Pickett Youth Practice Field. Uh, let's move on a little more QB talk. Let's go to at Sharp Football. This is Warren Sharp. Mm. Mitch is the goat, and the caption. It, it, uh, Mitch Trubisky says he watches the Last Dance before every road game to replicate MJ's mindset. When you think of Mitch Trubisky, do you think Michael Jordan, closer, <laughs> champion, winner? I, I mean, not yet, but it just hit me now hearing you say that is the last dance was only released in the last year or so. So he was watching this to go on the road game and stand on the sidelines. It's just for the Buffalo. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so like, I'm going to get fired up to get this MJ mindset to watch the game. I guess if you know you're going to be the backup all year, you've got time to watch all 12 hours right, of exactly. uh, the last dance. <laughs> and really whatever. whenever you want. I mean, you could do it before each road game. Yeah. So if he continues that this, uh, this season, week one against Cincy, and you know, he'll be at the it'll be the, the the young Jordan era when he before he put on the weight and he was still uh you know not the superstar. So I don't know. I, that's not I, I need Mitch to be full superstar. Well also at a long enough time like you, you can memorize what Jordan said in the show. Like you don't have to keep hearing it, watching it over and over. I mean I'm just saying or you can get maybe on MP three and it you don't have to watch it, hear him see him say it. Uh, yeah, how many times can you watch that? You know, I mean every road game? Oh Josh. Okay, that's a uh I guess eight times a year minimum. Oh well, you know it's it's his favorite. That's and, true. And if and we know, and, but you know that's funny because it's a basketball uh, documentary. Mm -hmm. But I always thought that Mitch loved football. You know, <laughs> nobody loves football as much as I do. I guess also basketball, Jordan era basketball. Um, <laughs> let, but let's talk serious about Mitch. Okay, here's at hot underscore Steelers Steelers hot takes. Don't laugh, and you may be a little puzzled how this all play out plays out, but how often does a 27-year-old Pro Bowl quarterback who's gone to the playoffs twice become available in free agency? Answer, Mitch Trubisky is the first in NFL history. Steelers struck gold. Is, it, uh, is this a unicorn? Have we, re have we found the, uh, the Pro Bowl free agent that uh, everyone wants? I mean, it's entirely possible, uh, and it's, it's more possible than people think. Obviously, I'm thinking about that optimistically, but whenever you say something like that i wonder like say mitch's story plays out in like arizona 
instead of Chicago or Minnesota or some team that isn't like in one of our largest markets with like one of the most devout fan bases with like the Bears have, maybe he is, maybe he isn't seen as this terrible thing. Cause like as someone that, you know, doesn't really follow the Bears at all, but just keeps vague tabs on the rest of the NFL, I in my mind too had, oh, Mitch is a failure. Mitch, Mitch is a mess. I had no idea. I, I don't know. I just know what I was hearing everywhere. So I wonder if, you know, like Tannehill in Miami, if maybe. Maybe, hey, if he had failed in a smaller market with a team people follow less, maybe he, uh, you know, someone else might have snatched him up or uh, even earlier. So this is all Chicago's fault. Uh, I mean, it's there's a lot of the local Pittsburgh media that strongly considered that, that uh, <laughs> particularly in the wake of minicamp. Um, well, let's uh, you know we got we got to talk about what Mace is up to. It's not just uh, it's not just Mitch and Kenny. Sorry, as we saw as we saw this week that your number one overall quarterback is only worth a fifth round pick. Uh, so I don't know what you think your Mason Rudolph is going to be worth, Steeler Nation. Uh, anyway, let's see what is Mace up to uh, at PGH Steelers now Steelers now. No hard feelings. Steeler defensive lineman Larry Ogunjobi said quarterback Mason Rudolph was among the first teammates to reach out to him since signing, despite their roles in the 2019 Browns melee. This was my, I, you know, I felt this was unfinished business, and it looks like Mace was quick to bury the hatchet. That's exactly how you do it. I mean, I remember there was a long time ago, there was a guy I didn't get along with from college and I heard he moved out to LA and I, that's the first thing I did was reach out to him as quickly as possible. It'll be like, hey, it's a new world. It's a new day. All that stuff's in the past. Let's go get coffee. You know, it, um, that, that, that is that, I mean, obviously they're athletes, they're not role models, but this is something to use in your life. Like if circumstances change and you're going to have someone as a colleague, be the one to make that first step to be like, hey, uh, it's okay you shoved me in the back mace is the mace is the bigger man and the bigger man mace maybe that's a new big boss man well i think the other but i mean i think elgin jovi's a big man too where they're both big men together at uh okay big uh big big men <laughs> men in tights i don't know uh that's not all because uh-huh. mace the mace victory tour is out there okay from at Rudolph to Mason. Mason Rudolph himself, this was over before it began. And it, it was video of him whooping uh, former uh, SC defensive tackle Gerard Dixon Jr. in ping pong. Oh. Mace is a ping pong master, apparently. Oh. Table tennis, as we as the pros like to call it. Wow. It uh, Okay. I mean, that's... But that that does give like even as even as like a joke, there is a bit of an edge to that. This was over before it began. I mean, that does give you a little bit of insight about what it would be like to compete against Mason in like fantasy football or Madden or poker or you know something else that's not football, real football or real football <laughs> or I, real yeah. football. <laughs> Look out! He's gonna shut. Don't give him a lead. He's gonna shut you down. Uh, all right, enough QB talk because mm-hmm. the real juice the real juice i don't know what well, i'm talking ju- about juice up juice up that's right happy birthday let's mm-hmm. talk dj deontay johnson let's start with at mark Cabali, steelers insider mark Cabali. The Athletic predicts Steelers and Deontay Johnson won't reach agreement. Here's the quote. They will offer him something, and it won't be what he thinks he can get on the market. That's the way I see it working out. Mm. SportTrack projects his market value at $22 million per year. The Steelers aren't paying a receiver $22 million per year. Uh, is this an insider talking insider, or just an insider talking hot air? Well, I, I, I mean, it... 
I, I I don't know. I mean, I I too bulk at the idea of the Steelers paying a receiver twenty two million a year, but also, it's not ten years ago. It's not even ten months ago. I mean, I I really feel like everything changed when that one dude signed with Jacksonville for like the entire gross domestic product of Florida or whatever that was. Yeah, it, it was it was close. It was I think he got a Disney resort. It was I something think. like that. And when that happened, like everything changed because then that changed the first round of the draft, and that might have had a lot to do with Kenny dropping at, at the Steelers. So it's so I don't think it's crazy to because the thing is it might it, like okay, Sport Track projects his market twenty two billion a year now. In July, it's entirely possible that that number could go up. Yeah. So, I mean. <laughs> this might be the floor, exactly. Right. So, and yeah. Barring an injury, you know, heaven right. forbid. heaven yeah. forbid. So, yeah. So, I, 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 I do think, you know, particularly as it seems like, hey, you can get some good wide receivers. You get them early in the early rounds of the draft. Maybe they don't do a whole lot, you know, the first eight games. And then you start to expect something from them. So, I mean, I hope they work something out, but I wouldn't be surprised if they don't. But by that same token, that means someone else is going to give, you know, uh, uh, some kind of national landmark to get DJ on their team. Well, I mean, let's, well, let, that'll take us to the next point, but I think that we're all forgetting something in all this. Mm-hmm. At, we'll go to at Michael Beck 56. Michael Beck, I fully expect the Steelers to let Deontay Johnson walk, then attempt to draft Jordan Addison next season. No reason to pay any receiver $20 million plus unless they're a true superstar tier player. What people seem to forget is that the leverage and the control still are in the Steelers' hands because they can franchise tag Deontay. Don't want to pay him $70 million over three years? Okay, well, mm-hmm. we will, you can pay him $20 million for one season. Um, you know, Just because they're not going to get a long-term deal doesn't mean that's the end in Pittsburgh. In fact, if they wanted to, they could do two years of oh, tags. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, why is it, why is it now or never? Well, I, I think it's it, it's just we're, we're so used to how the Steelers traditionally do business, even in a world that, frankly, is becoming more and more untraditional. I mean, I, I certainly respect Michael in all these things that he talks about. He knows a lot more about it than me. But, boy, I couldn't okay, help. Right. No, but I couldn't help but, but note the last thing he said about they don't pay 20 million unless they're a true superstar tier player. Maybe that's going to change someday in the future, too. I mean, it's just with the way this market is at, uh, 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 you know. You know, because I mean, it's it certainly seems to be working. This idea of throwing early round picks, if not first round picks, at wide receivers, but on a long enough timeline, that's going to dry up too. The, well, in the, in the the history tells us that we don't really know. You know, they they've tried to make long term deals with a lot of wideouts, and mm-hmm. it hasn't worked out. San Antonio home, you know, end up mm-hmm. with the trade. Plexico uh, didn't want the deal. Uh, Mike Wallace didn't want the deal. You know, so. Uh, we gave AB the deal, you know, mm-hmm. uh, they didn't want to give Juju the deal. So there's not really a history of saying, you know, Steelers never pay 20 million. They, they, yeah, they never, they haven't, but right. it's not that they haven't for a lack of opportunity. Oh, certainly. It's just the only thing to that is that, you know, that it wasn't this wide receiver market when they were throwing that money at Mike Wallace or Plex or, you know, or, or, or those guys. I mean, this is, this is, this is really crazy stuff. I mean, it just seems like, I, I, I mean, if you were, if you were DJ's agent, what would you tell him? You'd have to, you'd kind of be leaning towards like, Hey, somebody is going to go insane in this off season. They are going to throw all the money they have at you. I mean, that since that's, 
that's what they did for guys that, you know, again, I keep saying the guy going to Jacksonville because I legitimately can't remember his name. Kirk. But who's okay. but who's going to who's going to throw money? They, they, they have no control. They, they, he's under Steelers contract. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just but but there's no right. But there's no reason to for I'm just saying for DJ to take the contract now it, as opposed to letting it see play out. It, um, but yeah. And. Well, you know, so why? My question is, why do fans they want to root for the players to perform well on the field, but then they want to root for them to to get less than their contemporaries in uh, in the contracts? It, does, it doesn't. It, I don't see the. It, it doesn't make sense. Well, like, why it, are we, it only makes sense in the context of the fan being afraid that by giving the player what they're worth, it uh, weakens some other aspect of the team. Which again, we're not privy to, and it seems like there's a way to get around even that. Yeah, it's a straw man. And it's a you know we're creating a we're creating a problem that doesn't exist you know oh we're we're not going to be able to pay the player that wasn't going to get paid or the player that already got paid you know we don't complain when T.J. Watt got his contract some did we don't complain when Minka got his contract I think maybe a couple couple did well I think it's just it's also easier to see those in terms of uh, not precluding the team from being unable to add where else it needs to whereas something like the Deontay contract feels like it might but no I agree with you there's a kind of learned helplessness to it like we have to fear these players getting this big money because it means we won't be able to get say a defensive lineman who might have a history of foot problems uh, right when you need one you know maybe I'm turned maybe a Mike Hilton could Mike Hilton possibly have been someone in that situation we lost because we couldn't afford because we we're still paying Ben well it's that and it's also I and I think I've, I feel like I've said this before about these things I imagine there were also a lot of near misses where something like this happened and just the fans never found out about it because they were like you know it was in the front office and the and the shadowy dark recesses were crunching the numbers and on the phone with a guy that might have really helped and it's like okay we can't do this because we're still paying Ben like the AB contract stuff that came out like post facto like the uh, like the Plex contract came mm-hmm. out post facto you know mm-hmm. We can't speculate and recollate. Cannot. Cannot recollate. Um, I don't know. What else is there to say about DJ? Pay him and be happy when he gets paid. What, what are we worried about? Right. I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's. You can pay him for three. We don't have to pay him for 10, the next 10 years. You can pay him for three years and right. see what happens. Uh, you know, there's many, you know, there's many. Give him to the 20. What's the difference between 20 million and 22 million? What's the difference between 18 million and 22 million? I, I, I mean, at some point, you're actually talking about real money. No, but I, I imagine it's, it's. I mean, the fans only fear it in terms of like, does this keep them from being able to get someone else at some time? I mean, it's, you know, Deontay, Deontay's played very well. He certainly deserves to be rewarded for it. After the contract that uh, Terrell Edmonds gave the Steelers I think they should uh hey we can let one go off the books a little <laughs> put one on the put one on uh Coach Con, Coach Con, whatever. Put one on Omar Khan's credit card for whatever. Pay DJ these haters. Um, <laughs> should we take a break? Is um, let's do a little. Should we do? Sure. A, let's do a little talk. Let's talk Tomlin a little, okay. and then we'll we'll take the break. Mm-hmm. Um, because guess what? There's there's Tomlin haters. Believe it or not, <laughs> at Blitzburg, Blitzburg, Frank Schwab of Yahoo Sports on the Steelers. I anticipate this being Mike Tomlin's worst season. Pittsburgh has a tough schedule, a tricky quarterback situation with two potentially bad subpar options and imminent regression. Uh, That sounds like a festival lineup of metalheads, right? You know, subpar options and imminent regression. 
What is going on? Why is this? Is this? This could be Tomlin's worst season, I right. guess. That's literally what I was about to say. This could be Tomlin's worst season. That that is something. Considering it's July, that's entirely possible that it could happen. It um, it's. I think if you are in the hot takes prediction game, which of course if you are, you should get out of it as quickly as possible and find something better to do with your life. This is that. This is as good a time as ever to anticipate this being Tomlin's worst season. I I'm also assuming having not looked up, uh, Mr. Frank Schwab, which sounds like an attorney that might be able to help you with your personal injury (laughs) case, is that like that that, I'm assuming a lot of the people that I'm anticipating that a lot of the people that are anticipating this is Mike Tomlin's worst season. We're also anticipating that the last two or three years were going to be Mike Tomlin's worst season. You if you guess this every year, I guess eventually one year you will you'll be right. Or will you or maybe not? (laughs) Maybe never. Maybe never. Um, I train myself. To hate it. Yeah, me too. I hate these predictions. <laughs> and you got to avoid your imminent regression. That just yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, the metal thing works too, but that also sounds like some kind of medical condition. Like, it's have you been suffering from imminent regression? Yeah, if you've been suffering from imminent regression, stay <laughs> off Twitter. Uh, this caught this got me to turn my head. I thought this was a hot take, but it, yeah. it was actually the opposite. Oh yeah, we talked through this. Let's yeah. go at D Lolly underscore PGH Dale Lolly. So why is Tomlin so confident about the Steelers? I was like, what? What? You know, I thought I was like, is he trashing? But then here's the quote of coaches who have been in the NFL at least 10 seasons. Tomlin's 510 winning percentage against opponents who have finished the season above 500 is the highest of any active coach. Belichick, 497. Andy Reid, 452. So not only is the myth that Tomlin plays down to weaker opponents uh, uh, been been proven false we also know that the Steelers play up to their toughest opponents factually oh yeah and this is and the most important part of this stat that I'm so glad Dale included was that who have finished the season above 500 because remember how many people were so mad at how that first Bengals game went and it was bad and that's unacceptable and you can't lose that way not at home but and the Raiders game how bad those both looked after the first season well those were two real good teams each of which could have gone to the Super Bowl and one of which did yeah um, so at the time it looked terrible but it on a lot, yeah, this stat balances it out. Uh, the other part of this that that always make that I always notice from these stats when you see Belichick beneath it is that again it reminds you just how terrible the AFC East has been in the Brady Belichick era. Just how unbelievably awful that there's nothing even remotely like the Ravens. And somewhere on you know what are you squawking about in the Inner Harbor or whatever the Ravens uh, version of this is, they're saying there's nothing like the Steelers that Belichick has to deal with. Yeah, that's true. If yeah, if if, uh, if we went against the Patriots twice a year, now that would be it'd be interesting to see how that all played out. Right, in but no, but I'm saying in terms of like it's not it's not that it's not that it's that the Patriots every year get to go against the Dolphins twice, those old Bills teams before Josh Allen twice, the Jets twice, and even then they would lose one of those games often. Yeah, and uh, and and no one and no one in those divisions knows how to unleash hell. <laughs> we want to unleash hell here in December. No one, no one in that division. They 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 uh, pack. They they hibernate for the winter. <laughs> let's go. Hey, you know, let's go. Let's go off the field. At Whitney Cummings, Whitney Cummings, no big deal. Backstage picture 
with Mike Tomlin in Southampton Beach. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't pick uh, Whitney Cummings, the comedian, to be any type of have any type of NFL awareness. Certainly, really. let alone to want to get your picture taken with the head coach of the Steelers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, do you see? It's like do you see, uh, you know, Joe Rogan taking a picture with Jack Del Rio or something? You know, <laughs> or do you see? You know, I don't see. You know, you don't see anyone taking a picture with uh, any Harbaugh's, right? <laughs> well, who, once again, it's 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 Tomlin transcending the NFL. NFL, uh, he's bigger than the sport. He's the person that even these celebrities want their picture taken with. Yes, uh, a couple things of, uh, off the top of my head is that one. I mean, I, you and I have both, you know, been around Whitney and you know, very odd circumstances. But it's just, you know, she's very funny. But like the idea of Tomlin taking like ninety minutes out of his day to go to a stand-up show and sit and watch it is just like, I guess if that's how you want to unwind. I mean, that just feels a bit of a shame. But also, too, can you imagine performing for with Tomlin in the crowd? I wonder if uh, if she point if she saw him like if I if he's in the crowd at my show I see him and then I got to point it out I, right, that would oh, become yeah. that become the whole set right that's what I was sort of th- like how do you not I, I can't imagine having Tomlin there I mean I, but I, you know the I think the other thing here is Tomlin vacations in the Hamptons I didn't picture him as a kind of Hamptons guy I don't well, know is he not far for, uh, I mean is this oh this is this is the Hampton in New York not the one <laughs> no, this in, is the Hamptons Hamptons yeah not okay uh, not the one but, in Virginia oh, okay well I mean it's it is nice up there. I spent a couple of weeks in the summer there once for a writer's workshop when I was in high school. It uh, it is it's oh, okay. nice. Yeah, it's you nice, with the uh, Puffy's it, White party, I guess. All I, right. I suppose, but it yeah. was it was nice. But it's also like there's nothing to do here, but 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 like backyard dinner parties. I mean, I remember thinking that even as a kid. It, uh, I guess it's something to do. I don't know. Maybe Rich like people stuff. Don't know anything about it. Yeah, I can't help you there. Uh, sorry, Tomlin. Come back to earth. He wasn't wearing the camo shorts either. I oh. say he, he had like a golf shirt on and slacks. It's like okay. Bougie, Mike, get back to earth. He, you know, gets a million views on the pivot, and all of a sudden he's bougieing it up with the Hamptons with Whitney Cummings. Okay, there is something like imagine, like okay, I gotta go to work. Time to put on the camo shorts. Imagine <laughs> that mindset. All right, we of course we went. We were going way too long for the first half. Let's uh, let's get ready for the second half, which uh, we promised a fifty-three uh, man roster prediction. Some of these people, man, I don't know. It's like they don't pay attention to. Let alone any history, let alone recent history. You know, you got seventh rounders making the team, undrafted rookies. It, it, it happens sometimes, Certainly. but uh, we'll break that down in a moment. Stay tuned to some of our great sponsors. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back. It's the second half of what Jin's talking about on the Behind the Steel Curtain Podcast Network. 
uh, stay tuned after what Ian's talking about for the Steelers preview later Ooh. tonight, where they'll be previewing uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. So <laughs> stay tuned for that. Right now, we promised some 53-man roster predictions. We've got two of them. Let's get to the tweets. We'll start with at Ryan Pulaski 12. This is Ryan Pulaski. He's a Penn State grad. We are. Mm-hmm. And he's currently a administrator at the University of Pitt. Mm. So I don't know if that gives this guy uh, any credit more than than uh, you or me. Okay. But uh, he's got Steelers 53-man roster prediction. Notable. Okay. okay. These are his notable choices. We'll start with the quarterback room. It's Mitch, Kenny, and he's got a free agent. Oh, so no... Uh, uh, Ladokun or uh, Mason, huh? Yeah, you know, everyone thinks that Mace is going to get traded, and I don't know, what are we going to, like, we just saw Baker Mayfield get pulled in for, what, a, a fifth rounder? So, what is uh, what is Mason Rudolph going to get, will be uh, worth? Uh, 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 yes, uh, uh, warm considerations, hearty thanks. It, um, I, I imagine if someone else suffers a lot of injuries, uh, they could trade Mason. But also that might be the reason to hang on to Mason, the possibility of suffering a lot of injuries. I think that, you know, Mace, Mason is more valuable uh, as our number three than he's going to be anywhere else. You know, if, if Baker Mayfield is getting low draft capital consideration well the only thing i could figure is that that uh, that market also got a little depressed too because they knew you have to get baker out of there you know like it's you're you're you're, that i mean i hate it's one of those phrases i always hear and i'm sure sure i'm always using it wrong that pennies on the dollar thing they knew that someone had to trade that they baker had to go somewhere so they were able to get him for less but you're right i i I think a sixth round pick for mason would probably be pretty ambitious wow you know yeah i guess that up there in cleveland they're in a um we need volunteers not hostages i guess so i guess you know maybe but i can't you know um we'll look at uh we'll can let's compare the qb room to our other 53 man roster prediction we've got red zone insider james layton and Hmm. his qb room is again no mace he's got mitch kenny oladokun these Hmm. fans that think a seventh round quarterback uh is ready to be on the 53-man roster after we just saw it's only been two years there's been three years since the duck dodges uh devlin hodges experiment uh why do fans or why they're almost rooting for duck 2.0 yes yes and it's it's one of those things like it you, you know uh, uh bringing the curse to your doorstep it um yeah i i i think that the dollar signs in the eyes of getting the uh, of imagining some draft pick for mason and also this idea of a totally fresh start but um but yeah, I, I I just think they remember the Steelers remember what it was like and how it's not like Duck that was something they wanted to do. They really didn't. They brought in Paxton Lynch of all people to try and keep this from happening. So that that to me says that it's going to take a whole lot to get uh, Mason out of Pittsburgh. They tried to bring back didn't they try to bring back Landry Jones? But yes. he was under he was like under a unbreakable contract. With the XFL, yes. Those those wrestlers, they know how to get you wrapped into these contracts that are. All right, let's move on to the the bank. Yeah, let's move on to the wideout room. Uh, Ryan Pulaski has well, both both of these have they have DJ Chase Pickens, Austin the third, and Gunner. Oh, Gunner Gazoon tight. Now uh, they each have a sixth a sixth wideout. Ryan Pulaski has Miles Boykin, but James Layton at Red Zone Insider has. 
Steven Sims, Dark oh. Horse candidates, not even the GOAT Cody White. Oh, okay. I, I, I would have thought that Miller guy would have had the inside track over both of them. But um, but this is also the kind of thing, you know, you can pick Steven Sims now. And then, like, I think he's, you know, the Steelers roster equivalent of the uh, picking the 15 seed to beat a two in the NCAA March Madness. Like, if you if you get this wrong, no one's going to care. But if you get it right, wow, you're the smart guy. I, no one seems to be addressing my concern, which is mm-hmm. two rookies on the 53. Uh, historically, the rookie wide receivers don't get activated until maybe week seven, week eight, something oh, like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So the way they did Martavis, Martavis, Sammy Coates, mm-hmm. uh, you know, everyone that wasn't named Juju or even, well, I'm trying to remember how they did the Bugatti boys. I don't remember now, but between... week, week one, Emmanuel Sanders was activated, right? Week two, he was deactivated and in, in for uh, an AB was brought up to, for, okay. for the return game. Okay. So my question is, can we assume that Pickens and Austin the third are both going to be inactive if they make the 53? Well, I mean, it'd be very surprising if they don't make the 53, but I could see them being inactive for a minute or two. Yeah, it depends on how well quickly Austin takes to the special teams. So then who is going to be, who are you lining up a wide receiver in week one in Cincinnati? You've got DJ Chase, you, but these rookies aren't ready to contribute in week one. I bet Pickens is out there on week one. I mean, it's because it's 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 also different now, and that you can you can use um you know Fryermuth a lot like a receiver too. I I I find it hard even with historical precedent. I find it hard to believe that Pickens won't be strongly involved in uh, week one. So okay, so you're you're you think he'll be there? You know, it's mm-hmm. going to be third and goal uh, in the chilly red zone. Whatever yes, they have. yes, 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 the skyline red zone. Yes, yes. and uh, and and you're happy to put. Uh, Pickens out there that first uh, that first away game. In well, do I, do I have to take away DJ Chase, Fireboth, and Najee? <laughs> I mean, those are I I see Pickens as the fifth option. Yeah, there. you get five. You get five targets. Oh, okay, then I'll take I'll take that. Yeah, I'm fine with that. You're it, fine. Uh, okay, all right. Because I because I, I mean, what's a better option? Miles Boykin and his one catch last year. I like, think that I think you're going to see. I don't be surprised okay. if. If your 53 initially includes Anthony Miller, yeah, Miller uh, makes sense to me because he had something of a career, and you know, may in could in Austin the third, you know, threatens. There's a chance he could threaten to be on the practice squad week one because you're going to need uh, experience on the field week one that these rookies aren't going to have for you. Yeah, but that's I don't know when you start. I mean, it's it's obviously it's we we you know that oh they'll never take someone off of the practice squad. But boy, a fourth rounder they would. I mean, that's rare that those guys get on the practice squad all that often. They've done in the past. They've made exceptions where they've guaranteed uh, they've guaranteed roster contracts to practice squad players okay. to keep them there. Okay. Like, why wouldn't I? Couldn't that be? Uh, I mean, I guess it just uh, yeah. That's I mean, I and certainly the idea of having Miller and his experience is good out there, but. But uh, but yeah, that's that's that that it very well could be, I suppose. It's just hard to see right now. Or maybe um, Boykin has to step up, you know, which I don't think is his. I don't think is his fort. Yeah, uh, his forte or whatever. Uh, you I know, don't I don't think so either. So like, um, you know, I'm just saying. I'm telling people, don't be surprised about mm-hmm. look, look those wideouts, those rookies. Don't be surprised if they're not ready to contribute week one. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's what's uh, what may what's what else looks good on these 53 roster predictions? How about? Um, Inside linebacker. All right, okay. that's that's a busy room. Okay. Uh, let's go. Ryan Pulaski's inside linebacker room is Miles Jack, Devin Bush, Buddy Johnson, mm-hmm. Big Play Spillane. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. No Marcus Allen, no UG3. Now yeah, we got uh, James sure playing special teams on this team. James Layton's uh, inside linebacker room is Miles Jack, Devin Bush, Buddy Johnson, and seventh round pick Mark Robinson. Wow. No, again, no, uh, no Marcus Allen, no UG3. I mean, no Spillane. Yeah, yeah, it's that. That's hard to believe. Mark Robinson feels like the perfect practice squad guy, especially because he's still learning the position. At the, and there are a million other guys like that. That's one someone that's not going to be uh, taken. You can hide him there for a while. That makes a lot of sense. I, 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 I mean, that's hopefully Buddy comes along to the point where yeah, he is the back top backup at the at inside linebacker. That'd be great. But I, I don't know. That's going to happen. What are uh, these people seeing that in Buddy Johnson that I have that I haven't because I haven't seen buddy on the field no none of us have that's what i'm saying that'd be great if he came along like this i haven't seen him out there either i'd be surprised if that were at uh you know, I, I think there's a lot of the, the 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 infamous leap right about the the steelers leap from one year to the next i think they're counting on buddy to get uh, a little bit of the other leap that uh, so many of them have had um you know only one of these predictions has Spillane on the roster is his is he I con- kind of considered him a roster rock a, a roster lock is he is he a lock or is he going to be in a camp battle uh I mean it's it's it it's someone who's always going to be your second, you know, your backup inside linebacker, someone that's always going to have to fight for their position. Yeah, but they do like him. I mean, didn't he play a lot of special teams before he was starting? Yeah. You know, so I, I and again, when they went out to get guys during the regular season last year with as bad as the defense was, they went out and got guys like Adams for the defensive line. They didn't go out and just get like, hey, you're a warm body at inside linebacker. So that to me says that they, they see something in Spillane. So I'd be surprised if he wasn't on this team. You're exactly right. Okay. okay. Well, you got the coach's endorsement. Um, let's, you know, keep in, and you talked about special teams. Keep in mind, these were, th- these were, the, the, this was the special teams room, mm-hmm. uh, the main contributors. Derek Watt with over 67% of the special team snaps. UG3, 69% of the mm-hmm. special team snaps. So if, uh, if Danny Smith gets a say in, in, in the roster picks, Looks like someone like UG3 or Marcus Allen, who's getting 60% of the special teams, they might have an advantage over a Buddy Johnson or certainly a Mark Robinson or... Uh, Certainly. I, the thing about Marcus Allen getting paid as much as Terrell Edmonds, I wonder if that's the kind of thing where they might get a, get, try to cut him and try to get a few bucks back if Buddy proves he can play special teams or if Austin proves he can or one of those guys. At, um, uh, Boykin, right? You yeah, pay, you I mean, got, if Boykin yeah, can do something, yeah. At, um, because, you know, you got Killebrew is a special teams ace. Who blocked, I think, two kicks. I imagine unless he's hurt, he's on this team and he, he's, he did a fine job. Benny Snell seems to be a special teams He's seems to that seems to be uh you know his stakehold his foothold in yeah the, in the and roster. also the fact he can be your third string running back too i mean you he can get your 10 carries a game or something yeah a lot of fans want to see him out but don't consider that you know his special teams contributions might overshadow his lack of running back contributions yes. mm-hmm uh, all right. Let, uh, what about, let's just look else, at. But the gunner yeah. is going to play a lot of special teams too. I mean, it's not just who's your, who are the gunners. It's is no it, gunner himself. I'm oh, saying. oh, gunner. gunner the guy. At, oh, uh, gunner, gunner the yeah, person. gunner the returner. Yes, I mean it's. But I think he's also does some coverage too, right? Or it could be wrong. Maybe I'm wrong about. Oh, that. I well, thought he did some. Yeah. Is he a jam? I don't know jammer. What? Because who are the gunner? Somebody was like this tall. Who are the gunner? Who are the gun? The small G gunners? Is it Miles no Boykin? Idea. Maybe and. Um, 
Uh, Does Boykin play any special teams? Yeah, Boykins is the special. That's why he's on the roster. Oh, okay. He's a special teams guy. Oh, good, good. Okay. <laughs> good, good. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know. I, thought, I knew he had the one catch. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, but, that's why. He, yeah, he had the I one. See. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. exactly right. Mm-hmm. Um, let's. Uh, should we look at the this, the cornerback room? This sure. seems to be a little bit of uh, discrepancy here. Okay. The Ryan Pulaski 50-man room prediction has Witherspoon, Wallace, Sutton, Justin Lane and uh, Pierre. Hmm. Now, the James Lawton Red Zone Insider room is Witherspoon, Wallace, Sutton, Arthur Molette, and Norwood as hmm. a as a cornerback. Uh, I don't know what, uh, what what do you what do you, I'm, I guess it comes down to Pierre and Lane. Are they going to yeah, be roster locks? I mean it 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 it. Lane played a lot of special teams, but not as much as the guys you said. And uh, I, I wonder, you know, Pierre, for as much as he played earlier in the season, as soon as Witherspoon started to come on, you did not see Pierre out there on defense. At, um, yeah. So yeah. that so that, uh, uh, that might be the end of both of those guys, or if they can overtake some of the other guys we talked about in terms of special teams. Uh, all right, enough of these roster predictions. <laughs> garbage. Let's put... Uh, get to the the lightning round i guess we can put three minutes on the clock i don't oh, know okay. we'll put okay. a couple of minutes let's uh let's just go to well let's just quickly mention at icon series ben roethlisberger takes the win over h kane two-time super bowl champion holes out for the birdie to win the match on the ninth he didn't just birdie in the ninth he had to birdie on the eighth too wow. to win it so this was truly another fourth quarter comeback for ben roethlisberger hey look good I mean, he looked physically good at uh, as well as he ever has in years. And these are these is this are these aren't just like celebrity golf invitationals. This is kind of like a some kind of like I don't want to call it like a semi-pro celebrity league, but this is kind of a yeah. There were some actual like stakes to this. Like there were some expectations. It wasn't like oh, we're having a nice day out here with you know somebody <laughs> you saw play in the NBA ten years ago. Like this, there was something to this. Um, it's something. Well, here's something that has zero stakes. <laughs> We'll do at Steeler Nation. Aryans coming July 16th. Three Rivers Celebrity Softball Game. Okay. Here is here's Team 84 Lumber. Okay. Uh, Coach Filipponi. Okay. So uh, obviously he's, I guess, going to hate his own team. I guess. I don't know. Tyson Alalalu. Austin the Third, Dr. Britt Baker, MD. Casey Desmith. Oh. Doran Dickerson. Tone Diggs from Pat McAfee. Terrell Edmonds. Najee, Cam Hayward, Alex Highsmith, Quesadilla Kenny, Mitch Trubisky, and Chris Wormley. Mitch and Kenny on the same team. Who who, who starts over who? I mean, I just... Does the other team not have any Steelers? I mean, that just seems so weird that all the Steelers are on one team. It's Team War. Well, it's is uh, Team eighty four Lumber is all Pittsburgh, and then Team World is like it's like Bud Dupree. Uh, it's like some Pittsburgh adjacent. Oh, okay. You know? Like I see, like people that maybe used to play in Pittsburgh. You said like Bud or someone else. Yeah. Right? Oh, okay. Well, that's that's a pretty good cross section of Pittsburgh. You, you get to Smith and uh, uh, Kenny and Mitch. I don't know. Well, maybe that's just it. Maybe it's like. You know, like what little I remember of baseball, like Kenny is there to like get on base and be fast, so that like Mitch can bring him in with like a double. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, where? Where are the? Uh, where are the vets at? Had no Ben on the celebrity team. Well, no got uh, Cam. I mean, that's that's pretty vet. I mean, that's you know at the at the ancient age of thirty four or whatever. <laughs> at uh, yeah, at uh, uh, Lou is a vet. I mean, he's got to be. Well, he's like thirty five or something. Isn't he? Where, I shouldn't whisper when I say that. Where but yeah. are the where are the critics that are like, well, you could. 
you could sprain your knee playing celebrity softball. I don't know. They're going to think it when they see a Lua Lua out there. Right? I mean, <laughs> right? that's, that's, that's going to, I mean, that's, they're not going to say it because like, again, a Lua Lua is not like building a, a following on TikTok of like young, impressionable people. Like you're not seeing a Lua Lua dance on there, but I mean, it's a guy that did have a really bad leg injury. I mean, it's, it's, you know, the, the, the haters in the know, the smarter haters are going to think that. <laughs> if we have video of Tyson taking a huge cut and missing, <laughs> <laughs> and fans aren't they're not I don't know. Uh let's uh let's move on to mm-hmm. at JC Hassenhauer sixty, JC okay. Hassenhauer. Guacamole, my favorite summertime dip. Oh. Uh JC is an aspiring chef who does hey. food TikToks. Oh. He's uh he's like does recipes and stuff. Who uh uh you know who where where are the people like oh, oh the, all these players doing TikToks? <laughs> You know, he's out there doing his food recipes. I don't see anyone criticizing. I mean, I am curious to see how what JC has an hour adds to his guacamole. I mean, it's it's guacamole is one of those things I find that if you make it just a little bit too spicy, you ruin the entire thing. But that might be my very mild, weak, uh, wimpy palate. It, uh, I'm curious to watch this now. And I, I've certainly never felt before, oh, I should watch a food TikTok. A kind of celebration of ignorance. Well, okay. I don't know if I'd go that far, but yeah. Um, all right. Let's go to how about uh, at Draft Diamonds, NFL Draft Diamonds, former Army Ranger and Pittsburgh Steeler Alejandro Villanueva, Villanueva to be awarded the 2023 Hula Bowl. Oh, okay. Uh, the, the, the Hula Bowl is usually in Hawaii. This year it's going to be in Florida. Oh, okay. But, you know, it. it uh, well, that's nice. Yeah, he was, you know, he was a two-time Pro Bowler, right? Oh, he yeah, was, yeah, absolutely. You know? No, no, no. I mean, it's it's nice to, you know, uh, yeah, do things for Villanueva. He certainly has things to do now since I think he retired, right? So, yeah. Yeah. It, uh, no, good for him. It, uh, I mean, I, I, I read, uh, you mentioned it was in Florida, and that threw me off. I read a thing a few months, about a year or so ago in The Athletic about how bad Hawaii football has gotten. So I was going to say, like, oh, that's nice that Villanueva's going out there to bring any kind of positivity to that bad scene. But that's not happening. So uh, good luck to them. Is he is he going to come back into the? Is he going to become like a Steelers fan, or is he someone that we're just not really? He's not. We don't. We're not going to see him again, really. Ah, uh, he seems like somebody that football was like. Ah, oh, that was a fun thing to do. Yeah, it was like his day job. Yeah, it literally it was, was. Like, oh, this yeah. was cool, and now it's over. That's sort of the hit I got from seeing and listening to Villanueva. Maybe no Hall of Honor in the future for him. But I imagine think, when know. he comes back, they'll do a nice thing for him. When if he ever wants to, you know, come to the stadium, raise his hand, you know, everyone cheers, the planes fly overhead. They could do one of those. Okay. All right. Uh, how about at Inside the League, Neil Stratton? Congratulations to former Giant scout Chris Watts, who has left his post with the uh, Pittsburgh Maulers to join the Steelers as a college scout. So he went from the general manager of the Maulers to Maulers to now a college scout. I guess that is the is, is, does that close the book on the Pittsburgh Maulers? I know the USFL is coming back for another year, but... Yeah, they're coming back, but there's still no guarantee that the Maulers are going to play in Pittsburgh. I mean, it's, it's you know, and if they do, hopefully uh, they start everything over again since the team was 1-8, and eight. but... Maybe um, they but need yeah. a new GM then. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 I, 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 that's true. I could see, like, man, like, like, if I'm the GM of a minor league football team and 
we're like oh and five i am sending out those resumes i am i am on monster.com i am on craigslist i am figuring it out so good for him finding a landing spot and again i, I it's probably not this guy's fault the maulers went one and 13 or whatever it was yeah i don't know whose i don't know whose fault it was mm-hmm. it was uh it was not I don't. I don't think they had a football team out there. Maybe uh, who, I don't know. To say you can't prove it by me. Yeah, and if it wasn't seen on TV, did it happen? It certainly wasn't uh, on my TV. <laughs> All right, let's geez, let's give the final word here to <whistles> at Cam Hayward. Cam Hayward. Cam's quote of the day: Don't do the tweet if you don't want the heat, man. This week. <laughs> My man has been disrespected all week. He really has. He's been ignored on all the lists. He's been, Aditi came out, you know, with her, you know, Steelers have two playmakers on defense. Oh, jeez. Like, you know, totally left Cam out of it. Oh, man. Why? There's no 97s in Heinz Field. You can't even buy them in the Jersey store. That's surprising. Why is Cam, why is he getting slighted? Why is he getting overlooked? Uh, I can't imagine. I mean, it's, again, it's not like he's a, a, a quiet guy who never talks to the media i mean he's very clearly going to be a great media professional the moment his nfl career ends it uh i i don't get it i mean it's 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 could it be he'd be a victim of his own consistency he's been you know played at such a high level for so long it's been easy to overlook him i got nothing it uh, i do think uh, also you know and as i read in other places and i'd love to credit who it was but i totally don't remember just about how even uh, maybe even more so than minka last year there was a lot of like hey cam the coaching staff going to be like, hey, everyone around you is essentially terrible, so you're going to have to play out of position just so we have anything remotely positive here. And maybe that, you know, uh, 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 it didn't help him with whatever the PFF grades were on uh, between the hours of 115 and 342. At the- uh, Yeah, while the moon crests between, you know. The- yeah, in the seventh house in the third quarter, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, you know, and, and, and Cam wanted to play less snaps last year and Mm -hmm. that didn't get to happen. So he's only getting, you know, he's only getting older and he's got to, now he's got to play just as well as he did last. It's like, this is the window now I feel for this defense. Yes. Um, you know, with Minka and TJ and Cam and... Um, I hate to say it, it's like win now, but it is. It's always win now. It's all, in a league with a f- hard salary cap, the answer is always win now. Win now or forever hold your peace. There you go. Uh, we will see you next week on What Jin's Talking About. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at Kyle Christ. Greg, uh, where are you? Um, Twitter and Instagram at Greg Benevent. B as in boy, E-N-E. B as in Victor, E-N-T. Or his, uh, you can watch his new comedy special on YouTube. <laughs> oh, eight uh, minutes of it, yes. Yeah, which uh, I, you know, that got one of my clicks. So <laughs> keep listening to Behind the Steel Curtain and log on to BehindTheSteelCurtain.com for all your latest Steeler news. We'll be back next week we hope we hope be the best selves that's gonna be required stay in school with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.